0: Bachelor recap here. Uh, you know the this episode was uh, like one of my least favorite episodes, probably honestly to like watch like in in not like in Bachelor history, but certainly I, I think I'm going to look back on. on I, I mean, I. I guess, actually, maybe that's not a fair statement, but I, I really did not like this episode for a lot of reasons, but there were actually some really great parts of the episode. um, So it is somewhat conflicting, I guess, in that way, because... So the one thing I forgot to mention before in uh, the, the recap before, right, was that we knew that Sarah, like, faints at the rose ceremony, which is just, you know, obviously fucking obnoxious because it's just like you know first of all she has a rose like what the fuck is this and it feels very manipulative like it really does like it you know it's just like i i just don't understand like what it is that she's kind of doing and then um right so so we, we fast forward here on, on, into, like, now we're in, in into the next episode, um, you know, and I think a lot of people still have, like, a very sour taste about, like, what the fuck was that, Sarah, you know, like, just passing out, you know, or fainting, but then she's like, I've never fainted before in my life, and blah, 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 and it's like, uh, what? Like, you've never fainted? Like, because it'd be one thing if she's like, you know, this just kind of happens sometimes. Like, I, I know people um who like have fainted on on occasions for like a plethora of reasons like you know whether that's just because they're really tired or just like really stressed out or whatever like i i know people where that like does you know to some degree afflict them so like that would be reasonable but when she was like i've never like fainted before i'm like well i don't think you just started you know like so that to me like was like well this feels fake you know, like, right off the bat. And, uh, you know, the fact that then she, like... It, it demands Matt's attention. And I feel really bad. And this is kind of, like, what I was talking about before. Where, like, Matt's just too nice. Like, I just don't think that Matt, like, has it in him to, like, do anything other than to be there for someone, like, when that happens. You know? Like, he won't even, like, second guess it. And... And I think that like, you know, I, I, I hate to uh, assign intent to people. I think it's really obnoxious when we uh, just kind of decide we know what people are thinking or doing or say, you know, like we know people's like reasoning behind what they do. I, I, you know, this happens a lot, like all all over the place in the world. Um, obviously, you know, not the least of which in in politics where people kind of decide they, they know what other people like who other people are, what their intent is or thoughts are based on, uh, basically, you know, very little information. And so I don't want to assign like intent, but I just like, to me, this feels very manipulative. Like, I'm not saying for sure that she's, um, That, you know, that she's, like, clearly just this nefarious actor who's doing this on purpose. But I got to say I'm getting those vibes. Like, you know, like I said, I'll give her uh, somewhat of the benefit of the doubt that, like, this isn't that level of manipulation. But it is definitely, like, whether she's intending to be that manipulative or not, she is being that manipulative. Um, And so... Uh, like, you know, we we kind of move along and we and we go to the the group date and uh, which was an awesome group date, by the way, so fucking hilarious. This was like, this is where it was like, it's hard to say. I just hated this episode outright because I actually really loved this group date, and I think if this is one thing that we're kind of getting out of um. You know, out of like this kind of COVID bachelor kind of situation where they have to kind of be locked up to a certain degree. And and this dates like this, where they kind of do like these, you know, the poetry reading or like in, in, you know, the bachelorette where it was like the roast and you do it in front of like all the other contestants, uh, I I think is actually just like a really awesome idea. And in like, I, I would, I would not mind that being retained. Um, I I know that they do a little bit of it. Like they have done that in other episodes, right. Where it's kind of like, like, you know, in Hannah Brown season where it was like the talent contest or whatever, but it was, there was still sort of like, that was for, you know, an audience and then the people who were a part of the date, but it would be kind of like cool to just like it be in front of all the contestants. I think it's just kind of a funny way to like um you know a get you know those people their opportunity to like meet with you know in this case Matt but it also gives an opportunity for the like all the girls in the house in this case to kind of like get to you know know each other more laugh or you know laugh with each other just kind of get more comfortable with each other in general because like uh, you know I know that like everyone's there for Matt but like they do also have to live with each other for like months you know so it's like you might as well try and find – like, because you – obviously, you're not going to get on every group date. You're not going to get on every one-on-one. So, like, there's a lot of downtime where you're not with Matt. So, it's like you might as well try and kind of, like, have a good time, you know, while while you're there. And, and in, you know, obviously, what helps with that is if you like the people you're around or, like, you find some people that you're around that, like, you can get along with and kind of enjoy and, like, be friends with, right? So – uh, I, I think it's really great for that aspect and, and like, I also think it's really interesting because like, I think it really brings out like, cause it's one thing I think when these, I, I think that it, there's a lot of apprehension when people are doing it in front of like a live audience, um, like that isn't like the other contestants, but I think if they're doing it where it's like, for example, what this was right, where it was like these erotica readings, um if that's in front of like a live audience that where not all of them are like also contestants on the show i i think you don't get nearly as good of a performance as what you got right like um so cuz like it's nerve-wracking on like for them either way but i think it's just like even more so and it feels even more uncomfortable because now it's like people who aren't really invested in this right and so uh, that, but like from that regard, I, I thought that that was really funny and, and like a really good way of like getting the most out of these ladies. And, and so, uh, that, the, the erotica like live readings were so fucking funny. Like Katie was like, it was like Katie must like read erotica cause she was like on point. Um, and then, uh, Queen Victoria actually like in what seemed like she had some level of, like, uh, you know, I, I guess, like, self-awareness, like, kind of, like, really leaned into how obnoxious she is in a way that it felt like she understood how obnoxious she is, right? You know? And so that actually co- was kind of refreshing, even though, like, it was kind of obnoxious. Like, she basically just sort of, like, you know, wrote out a porno, right? And, like... So that, that's where it was like, kind of like, it it was funny and it's jarring and, you know, it gets you kind of going and whatever, but like, you know, it gets everyone kind of jazzed up, but like the way Katie did it, where it was like, she really kind of turned it into erotica where it's more of like a, you know, a, a novel or a movie that she's really portraying as opposed to just like a straight up porn, you know, scene, um, I think, like, really adds to, like, the level of it, you know, because it was sort of like Victoria was like, well, they're all, you know, very vanilla and whatever, and, and it was like, well, I, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of them were, and, and I do agree with, her on, I agree with her on that, but, you know, I, again, I point to, like, uh, you know, obviously they cut that in right after Katie went, so you don't know if that was before Katie went or or like, you know, after some other girls, you don't know that she was interviewed immediate, you know, like with the immediate reaction to that, right? So, um it we don't know because I obviously Katie's was really really good and it was really uh it, it was really in depth and like intensely sexual, but also like felt uh not you know, like, it felt like, I guess, that there was, like, emotion to it, I guess, right? Like, because that's sort of the difference is, like, the emotion to it is what makes it just not, like, a straight-up fucking porno where they're just, like, you know, fucking each other. And so, um but, yeah, so Victoria kind of goes up and, and kind of, like, you know, ends up with the yes queen, which is, like, a, a really funny, like, actually it was, like, really funny. And, and I do, you know, I, I do give her credit as much as she's the most obnoxious person uh, I think I've ever seen on TV, I just still, like, I, I think that we can give her credit for, like, that actually was funny and, uh, you know, showed that maybe she's a little bit more aware of herself than than I previously thought, certainly. Right, so so overall, that, that uh, you know, group date was hilarious, yeah, and then, and so then, you know, obviously, the post sort of activity portion of the group date is sort of like the uh at not like cocktail hour but you know like they kind of sit around it's all about like you know kind of Matt getting the chance to talk to each of the girls you know each of the girls getting their opportunity now um to talk to Matt and and i, I obviously the you know the really tough thing here is uh that i i think is kind of hard to con, you know sort of think about and, and even for me because i'm kind of like well they're all stuck together like you know but the show is on a schedule right so there is only so much time dedicated to certain things before it's like you got to go on and, and and you know move things along, and so, um,
1: and
0: and the reason I bring this up, right, is because so we go to this this portion of the group date, and you know, uh, Sarah, being the emotional terrorist that she is becoming, you know, is kind of all heartbroken about the fact that you know, he. this group date happened and the, you know, all, all you know, she just felt like so, you know, whatever, uh, affected by, sorry, Chuck was fucking around with some shit. Uh, she felt so affected by it and just felt like, you know, almost like betrayed or whatever. And she even talks about how this is her insecurities coming through. And this is where it's like, okay, it's like, if I felt like you were genuinely interested in sort of ...doing things the right way, you just addressed these are your insecurities, these are problems that you have previously had that you need to work on. And and yes, you do need to address that with your partner. You do not need to barge into this group date, take his time and these girls' time so that you can address it immediately. Like, you could just talk to him at another point. And so... What does she do, right? She goes in while Katie's talking to him. And they seem like they're having a good conversation. And she just like, I need to talk to you. And this is, like, weird. And this is not, like... You know, I, I did give respect to Blake Moynes and The Bachelorette for for this um, when he did it. But in, in the one thing I will say, and in fairness, is that that was a group date he was on. But then his losing team gets bounced from actually getting to talk to her. Which... You know, adding in that competitive layer, sure, like, that's cool. But I I do think that was somewhat of an unfair thing to do because obviously, like, it's a group date. This is your one chance. And then you lose, so half the group date doesn't actually ever get to, like, be around Claire. Uh, That didn't seem quite, you know, quite right to me. So, like, I, I, I was for him doing that because I felt like that was a pretty unfair format for these guys to end up in. So in this case, right, Sarah's not on this group date in any way, other than that she is the audience to to see these girls' erotic poems or listen to these girls' erotic poems. She is not a part of the group date. There's no sort of implication that she should be getting any sort of time uh, afterwards with Matt to kind of get to talk. And so she walks over, you know, she goes on over, and and this is... Uh, this is where like I get like the producers have a show where they need drama to happen. So obviously the producers enable this because how else does she fucking know where to go without the producers fucking walking her over there? But uh, this is something where like, uh, I, I mean, I get it right. They The producers have to do this, but it's very annoying at the same time because they lead her over there. Which creates the drama, which of course we all want, and it's why we're, it's why I'm here talking about it. So you know, in part, like I, I can't say that I, I don't want them to do it, but it is very annoying to like a certain degree uh, when they kind of manufacture some of this drama in, in a way that like I, I don't always think that they really need to manufacture it. I think it'll come, it'll like show up on its own, you know, and, and it's way more entertaining when it's like really genuine drama. But anyways, producers lead, you know, leader right on over. Interrupts the conversation that Matt and and, uh, Katie are having, and and it sounds like it's, you know, going really well, so that's very unfortunate. I'm a big fan of Katie uh, thus far. I I think she's definitely pretty high up on, on my list of favorites. And so she interrupts, and then, you know, obviously all the other girls are very upset about this, and... Uh, rightfully so. I, I mean, I, I'm completely on. I, and, and this is where finally, though, like for whatever, you know, complaints I just made about the producers leading, you know, drama into the waters. Uh, this is like where it does become good because it allows Victoria to channel her obnoxiousness in a way that we all enjoy right like because victoria is very like vocal about how much she doesn't like this she's very like in sarah's face about it she is not at all like kind of beating around the bush and that is awesome this actually made me like her so much more as like a character on the show you know like it just i was like oh here we go right like now you've sort of fucking you you've you've uh You've messed with the bowl, if you will, right? You you kind of got her, her rough—you know, you ruffled her feathers. And so now she's going to go off in a way that's much more entertaining. So, yeah, you know, we, we get that, which is great. We love that. And, and at least I, I found it very entertaining how she was just very aggressive on Sarah about the whole thing. And, and rightfully so because, you know, again, this is where, like, I, I, I really try not to be this person who, like— Decides I know people's intentions when obviously I don't know the person and and like I I I can't like say with some sort of certainty that they're doing this kind of stuff on purpose or they know exactly what they're doing but like I said she's kind of being an emotional terrorist like she's just whether whether or not it's all intentional she's creating all of this like really bad energy around the whole situation right she's making Matt feel bad about dating all of these women. As if that's not the show that we are currently watching, that you are currently on, that you are signed up for, right? Like, so again, it's like she points out these are her insecurities. These are her problems. She needs to work on these things because they're her personal problems that she has to get better at. And instead of doing that in a way that's constructive she does it in a destructive way by just sabotaging everybody else's time because if she can't have a good time, nobody can have a good time. And and so, you know, this is like, it's very obnoxious. I really feel no sympathy for her at all. And and, like, I I know that like towards the end of this, it kind of gets into like a little bit of maybe was she getting bullied territory. But to be honest with you, I, I mean, this was entirely brought like she brought this all on herself. And so I, I just really don't have that much room for sympathy because these girls are absolutely right to be upset because some of these girls didn't get to talk to him on the group date that they were on. Like, because she just takes up all the time. And not only does she and, and or not all the time. Right. Like, that's that's an exaggeration. She doesn't take up all the time, but she takes up time. Right. They are on a schedule. There is a certain amount of time allotted for this. That is some time that now they did not get. And not to mention, it completely kills the fucking mood because now Matt is not in a good mood. Like Matt is not coming out of that feeling like, all right, let's keep it going. You know, like he's talking about like, you know, like, like he's like talking about, you know, like I can come by and say hi and whatnot all the time, you know, just so you know, like I'm there, like he is doing all these things that all these concessions for her that like. It's just like... And now she's going to walk out and she's clearly still upset. And he's like now... He has that energy now. Right? Like... He is now absorbed some of that negative energy. How is he supposed to have genuine conversation with these girls now? He's not. He can't. It's not possible. He cannot just fucking forget that the last like two minutes or five minutes or ten minutes, whatever it was, didn't just happen. Right? Like... So... Now... It just kills the entire mood. And not only does it kill the mood for him, it kills the mood for the girls because now they feel really upset because they've been fucking like, they've been screwed. And so now how do they, how are they supposed to just move forward and have genuine conversation as if like, this didn't just happen? It's a, it's an unavoidable, it's now the elephant in the room that cannot, you know, not be addressed. And, and so th- this to me is just like, I, it's, I feel no sympathy. And then like, she kind of is like, she comes out and, she, well, I just wanted you to hear it from me. Like, That, you know, I came here because I needed to talk to him about some stuff. And then she, but, you know, it's like, okay, you know, and like, she kind of fawns this whole thing of like, well, I'm here to be open and I want you to know, like, I want you to hear it from me. And so then the logical next question is, well, what's wrong? Why are you here? Like, you're not supposed to be here. So like, what's going on? And then she's like, well, that's just a personal conversation for him and I like, no, 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 no. Like you don't get to like suddenly close off when you're showing up here to be open. Like, you, it it makes no sense. And and like and again, like to these girls' point, she had a one on one already. Like, it's like date fucking two. Like, you like you're really like you couldn't like because she's like, well, I didn't know when I'd get to talk to him again. Really, you didn't know you were going to have an opportunity to talk to him again. Literally, like, when the next rose ceremony happens, there's a cocktail hour beforehand that's, like, exactly when you could fucking just take anything off the walls and toss it. Like, literally, like, that was a guaranteed moment in time in which you, if you wanted it, could go talk to him. And it would require less fucking everybody else over than it did for what she she decided to do. I, I mean, it's just, yeah, like... You know, I, I do have a lot of respect, too, for how Katie handled it, where, like, she was upset, but she was very, like re- – like, she really handled her emotions well about it and, like, was even still, like, able to show empathy towards Sarah and be like, hey, you know, like, I, I, I want to, you know – like, I want to make sure, like, you're all right and, like, this is really frustrating and, like, you need to understand why it is that this hurts us and hurts me and, like, I don't like it. But also, like – Be able to extend some sort of empathy towards her and be like, but look, like, you know, you're clearly shook and and you need, like, you know, I don't want you to just feel worse. Like, I don't want to snowball it. So, like, really, like, again, like, just showing how good of a person Katie is and, like, you know, she's really got some serious fucking range to her when you consider that she can do that. She can show up with a fucking vibrator and she can do that, you know, erotica reading. And, and, you know, wrote that erotica. So, you know, like, this girl's, like, really showing off, like, that she's got a lot to offer. So, uh, it, you know, it, it does show even further, my you know, why I think that she right now is my favorite for all this. But, yeah, this, like, I, I, this was really annoying to me. Like, it, it I, I just really don't have the, like, I, I don't have it in me to really feel that, like, sympathetic for people uh, who do this kind of stuff because, again, I'm not going to say that she's doing all of this intentionally but it, whether it's intentional or not it's super fucking manipulative like, and it's just like, and like when she play, like when she kind of is giving this very like, woe is me I'm innocent, I'm not trying to do anything wrong, I'm not trying to hurt all of you while doing something that's obviously hurting everybody, it's really hard not to think like, come on like this is such an act like you know what i mean like and what is she's like in broadcast journalism i mean she knows how to fucking put on for the camera you know is my opinion so like and and then like i i get to like she does have some real things she's going through that suck right her dad has als that's horrible like i feel terrible for her i feel horrible for him that like that's like how the you know, his life has to to close out the, the way that he's going to have to live his life for however long he has left under those circumstances and that she has to live under those circumstances. Well, that's terrible. Would not wish that on anybody to have, you know, to see their parent kind of fall apart like that. It, it's a, a truly, truly horrific thing. Like and, and I can extend to her the sympathy there because like that's horrible. But And I can't even imagine, like, how, like, mentally distraught I would be if I were in her position. Like, I couldn't even imagine. But that can be true while also not using it as an excuse for why you can just trample over everybody else. You know, like, that to me just is ridiculous. Like, you, like... I can extend you all everything in the world towards your position without you just like basically using me as a doormat, you know, like and and so like that's where it's like it's very frustrating that she throws that out there like as if it's like some sort of an excuse like, oh, you know, like it's just like this is so, you know, this is this is, you know, this situation in my life is so horrible that like I just I can't help it. I have to be, you know, it's like, no, stop that. That's not—you don't, like, you don't get to just excuse your behavior because you have a legitimate reason to be in a bad emotional state. And, and frankly, like, look, like, under those conditions, you should have really considered more about whether or not you should have ever been here in the first place. It's that simple. It really is. I I, I mean, you know, because then, you know, not only does she just totally ruin uh, the time then, right? She— uh she like totally just ruins that whole vibe but then the next day right when um when when she when they have another you know when when there's the one-on-one about to start and and like with uh what Serena right and so like they're about to have this one-on-one and again you know and Matt comes down to address the situation and, and basically just being the incredibly nice person that he is right he's kind of just like look i this is i would be this way for anybody who was feeling that way like we're all human and like you know i i just i i basically i can't see someone that upset and not do something do you know to try and be there for them which is like an incredibly nice thing of him and it means like how good of a person he is but if somebody knows that that that's how he is and then they can throw on a little bit of an act and all of a sudden he can't help himself well, you know, what are you going to do? And so it's the, you know, and, and but so then like, so then she's not down there, of course, right? Because now she's just cut herself off from everybody, which is like, this is where it like, you know, maybe she, it shows that maybe she doesn't really have this all that all thought out. Like she really does feel a lot of this pressure and she doesn't know what to do. Um, but it does show that, like, how unbelievably immature she is, that, like, she won't even come down and, like, basically just get it over with, right? Like, she knows she's gonna go down there, she's gonna get fucking ravaged, all these girls are gonna be really fucking pissed, and then it's over. Like, she basically says, I'm sorry, and moves it along. But instead, she fucking locks herself up in a room, and then, like, and then what? She's just cowering away from, like, the consequences of her actions? Like, that's just not how, it, like, you can't do that. Like, that's so immature. And so... Like especially in like a show where like she's trying to like obviously provide like show like that not just that she loves Matt but like or that she you know believes she can be a good match for Matt. But like in part like a part of that like in being a good partner for just about anybody is like you can't just fucking hide away from problems like you have to address them like that's just a matter of maturity like and you just can't be in a real relationship if you can't do that. Like, you just can't. It's just simply impossible. It will never work. Never. Ever, ever. Never. So, um, so she's up there. So then Matt's like, oh, give me five minutes. Goes up there way longer than five minutes, right? All these girls now getting pissed again. So it's just making it even worse. And so, you know, like, and, and basically, again, like, Matt has to give her these assurances of like, oh, you know, I'll come say hi, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, no, you don't owe that to her. Like, and, and like... It's ridiculous because, like, because, of course, she's just absorbing all of it. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that'd really be great. Like, all this stuff. Like, doesn't, like, in no way considers the fact that, like, Matt, like, needs to be able to, like, just handle this how he wants to handle this. Like, you can't be just manipulating him. And, um, and again, like, that's where, like, you know, kind of skipping forward when Katie talks to her again, where Katie's like, look, I want him to explore your relationship. Like, because I want him to explore everybody's relationship. Because if I end up being the one, I want to be the one because I'm the one. Not because it got shut down. Like, you know, I'm not trying to get in the way of it working out. Because otherwise, it's just not going to work out between us. Like, which is, again, so unbelievably mature of her. Like, this is why she's the best. And so, it's like, it's just that simple. But then, like, you know, like, of course, she's kind of just sabotaging his ability to, like, have a good time. She's sabotaging the ability for, like, to, to now have this nice one-on-one with Serena, because this is now all right, fresh in his head, right before he's gotta go do a one-on-one. It's all fresh in Serena's head that, oh, give me five minutes has turned into longer than five minutes. And then, like, you, like, it's, it's fucked like it's just like I yeah again I just don't really have a lot of sympathy and I know that this has got me riled up but it's worth like I I don't know like this is what like I just hated watching this episode because I'm just like watching this manipulation and it's just so gross I, I just like it's very frustrating like because it's just yeah yeah like it's just not I, I don't know it is drama it's great like I love it at the same time I know but like ugh it's just like you just watch like Her continuously kind of just act very immature and like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to cause any problems and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but you did because you knew what you were doing. Like, I don't, like, I, I'm not assigning everything to you, but it's like, you knew at minimum breaking in on their group date was going to cause a problem. Nobody was just going to be like, okay, sounds good. See you back at the fucking NEMA colon. Like, that was never going to happen. So, like, you obviously had to have at least known that much. And so the reaction that you, like, you shouldn't be at all surprised by the reaction that you got. I, I know. I'm getting, I, like, I'm fired up about this. But whatever, right? Like, it's, we're kind of getting into the heat of the season. This is what kind of goes on. But, so Serena and, and Matt have a very nice date, right? They've got, like, the farm animals. It's very Pennsylvania. It's, uh you know, I mean, it's your, it's, yeah, it's your, it's, it's what you'd expect when you're locked into, you know, a giant plot of land in the middle of Pennsylvania. So it, it you know, it seemed like it went really well, really liked it. Uh, enjoyed the date. I liked that it was just kind of outdoors and stuff like that. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, Serena seems really nice. I, I definitely like her. Uh, I, I'm somewhat skeptical about her job as a publicist. I something about publicists just like I, I don't know i don't like it just screams kind of like pr and shit but anyways whatever that's it's neither here nor there whatever like she she seems nice i like her so that that went well and then you know basically from there it just went to more of the drama like you know kind of plain and simple so it 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 was just kind of all kind of circled right on back to to this whole situation um you know, so until like, right, Sarah inevitably leaves, which uh, I just think was the right move. Uh, I don't I, I just really think that was the right move. Uh, and and so, you know, but yeah, so obviously, I mean, we're just kind of at that point, right, where like the, the group date or the the one on one roses are just basically locked. So Serena got the rose uh, and I should have said in the group date, Rachel got the rose uh, Rachel is someone who I was, in, you know, was kind of an early favorite of mine again. So, you know, it's looking pretty good for the Ron predictions on, on this one, I gotta say, but you know, I, I'm glad to see Sarah's out, you know, whatever, like it, this is for, like, I'm glad to see her. She's out like, honestly, so that like, she could go back to her dad. Like, cause that's, it just sounds like that's where she needs to be like, and, and, and that's totally okay. And, and frankly, I think that's the right thing. Like, I, I just think that that's the better thing the better thing so like i you know i guess i hope i hope that like she's really genuine about that and, and because even the, again she kind of threw that weird comment out which when, when she was leaving she's like well you know i think he knows my heart and how much my family means to me and that's why he let me go it was almost as if she wanted him to like you know like when she said that it was sort of like well, wait a second did you like want him to did you like actually want him to like fucking what force you to stay
1: this
0: that comment rubbed me the wrong way and it made me feel like she again she was kind of using the like the terrible situation with her dad as like an excuse for her behavior and manipulation. so i don't know you, you know like I, I don't think i really have that much else to say kind of on the episode i think that kind of gets a lot of my thoughts out there i know like i, I got pretty heated there for a little bit so uh i, I don't know if there's anything else so you know Peace out, and I'll catch Any you guys again soon. To
1: live without your love It's like I've been waiting around for you Why did you take so long to come to me? Maybe you were waiting around for me too So I feel you're some kind of wonderful Some kind of magical one